Welcome to the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast, where we talk about what we know in the world of travel. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to Episode 10 of the Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. This is Cam DeYoung, your host. Hope everyone had a great holiday season. And yes, we are 23, going on 24 days into 2021. As usual, it's been an interesting year for all of us already. And of course, I think uh, we had this thought that maybe at the end of 2020, there would be a magic reset button and everything would go back to normal. However, that didn't happen. And of course, we continue to live through a pandemic and some changes in our government uh, government, and in all of those things as well. Back in my past episode, I made a prediction that didn't come true for, for better or worse. So so there's that. But that, hey, that's not the point of the podcast is to make predictions that are going to either be accurate or inaccurate. The idea is just to talk about travel, amazing as that is. So today we're going to talk about ideas on travel and what's going on in the travel world as it is during this time of COVID continuing to evolve, unfortunately. And of course, there's some good things coming on if you're, if you're into, you know, if you're okay with getting vaccinated and so on. So that's obviously a great thing there for, for those that wish to take a vaccination and maybe that's going to be a requirement. So we'll talk about that first. So today's episode, again, about traveling during the pandemic. We talked a little bit about this before, but to get more into it, let's start with cruising. As you can see in the cruise industry, if you look at it at all, they continue to push out their, their relaunches and, and again, with cruising, it's difficult because there's always somebody or some group seeming to get ill on a cruise, regardless of how healthy everyone was or is. And that's, you know, that can happen from a variety of reasons or for a variety of reasons. And one big reason is that people tend to get sick because they're in a confined space. And, and of course, when you're out on the open deck, that's not so confined. But once you get inside, it can get a little, uh, a little tough and close at sometimes. So things tend to germinate a little bit there and germ spread and people get sick. And then of course you go to some of these countries that, you know, may have some issues with their immunity uh, and, and maybe some illness in, in their countries as well. Maybe it's food borne illness that could be happening as well. We don't know, you know, we, we'd like to think that people are practicing, you know, safe traveling and, and so on, even before the pandemic. But that's not always the case. So there's a lot of things that can be picked up on these excursions that can be brought back on board as well sometimes. Uh, but typically, it's the, the fact that people are all in this group together. So that makes it very difficult for a cruise line of any kind to push forward with a relaunch because it's a lose-lose situation for them in a sense. Let's say that let's say that a cruise line decided to start going back out to sea in February, which is certainly not going to happen, and a flu bug hits. It's going to be chalked up as related to not necessarily related to COVID, but it's going to be in that same in that same group and it's not going to be a good situation for the cruise line. So when you when we look at when cruising is going to start again, I'm not going to make a bold prediction on this, but I'm going to I think it's going to we're going to be looking at the fall, maybe maybe September, maybe October before cruise lines can really get back out into things. And one cruise line that I'm a big fan on and a big fan of and we have uh, booked a a trip in December of this year. So you can see I'm at least predicting 
that we'll be going out to see in, in December is Virgin Voyages. And they have a great promotion right now um, going on, and they're really doing a great job. And really all the cruise lines are doing a really nice job of taking care of people if you have to cancel right now, if you book, I think it's by March, around the big middle, beginning, I think it's sometime in March. If you book by March-ish, you can get a 100% refund if you cancel within 48 hours of the cruise. So there's a lot of vested interest there for you to be able to, to do that. Or you can get a cruise credit for a future cruise. I think the cruise credit sometimes is in excess of the refund. So that can pay off pretty well if you're, if you're a betting person and you want to put a wager on your on your next cruise vacation. So, But Virgin has a lot of great things going on. They say that, and they do include up to $600 in added value, all restaurants, all tips included. And they're really pushy on this tip thing. It's almost as if they would give you a slap on the wrist if you tried to tip someone on board. I don't think they would. I'm sure you can tip if you want to. Uh, but I think that you certainly, they push the idea that tipping is certainly included. And like I said, restaurants as well. I've seen their drink menu, uh, their proposed drink menu, and that looks really good. They have a, a special now with up to $400 in onboard credit that can be applied to spa services, excursions, etc. And also can be uh, applied towards drinks, but there's also a bar tab package, which until around the the, uh, the beginning of February, you, you they'll give you extra hundred dollars for every three hundred dollars you put on your bar tab in advance. So that's really nice. So check out virginvoyages.com, and if you want to book a trip with Voyage uh, Voyages, wow, I'm really going backwards. And again, I don't typically edit my podcast. We just go full full in. If you want to book a trip with Virgin Voyages and want to save a little bit, get in touch with me. I can. I am a, a certified travel agent and I'm, I feel like I'm very well versed on Virgin Voyages and would be more than happy to take you through some ideas there. And again, there's no risk. And if you book during this promotion period, you certainly have no risk if you need to cancel or postpone your trip for any reason up till 48 hours before departure on most voyages. And we can talk about that. I'll put a link in the description on uh, on this podcast in the show notes so that you're able to take a look at that. So outside of Virgin Voyages, you have Royal Caribbean Celebrity under the same umbrella. Uh, there's been some sell-offs of some of some of some ships and some and I, I believe a cruise line as well. So there's a lot going on in the cruise industry, but it's a, it's the toughest one. And right behind that is flying. And typically you have to fly to a cruise port. People aren't always driving to cruise ports, so people are still a little bit scared of flying. And I've said before, I think flying is pretty safe. I don't know that you know. I think if you wear your mask and you do what the airline asks you to do. They're really cleaning these planes to to large degrees, and you really don't see any news stories of outbreaks or or anything else of COVID on airplanes or based on people being in the airplanes on the airplanes. So, so I think air travel is pretty safe. You know, you can never guarantee anything other than taxes and death in life. But I would certainly say that flying should be pretty safe compared to a lot of things. You see people going to the grocery store and. And you know, you, you take your mask off. Assuming you know, assuming the masks are as, as effective as they say they are, and and I have no reason to believe otherwise right now. But you know, you go out to a grocery store and you walk right out, and people rip their mask off. You know, there's, you know, what what's the you know? Then you get on an airplane and nobody's ripping their mask off. So you have to think that there's some safety in flying. So how is the new administration and presidential administration going to act on all of this? I don't know. I think uh, you know you're going to see uh, maybe this pa- this passport, this um, travel passport with the vaccination, which is you know I'm a big fan of 
1984 the book I'm not a big fan of what happens in the book but you really you know I don't want to go down that road here or really anytime but you know I hope we don't really need a passport stamp a, a vaccine passport to travel I really hope that's not the case but if a company a cruise line an airline etc wants to come up with an idea that hey you can only fly if you've had the vaccination that's on them you know I think that's totally fine and you know whether you know whether one gets the vaccine or not uh, you know, we, we'd hope that it's never forced, uh, but certainly we want to make sure people take care of themselves as well um, and make the right choices for them and their family. But, you know, I think you're going to see under this administration and possibly with, with, the, with the control of the House and the Senate as it is now, as close it is, as it is even in the Senate, you're going to see a little push towards mandates, I think, on some of these things. So, you know, if you drive down to the theme park, which is typically open air and, and, and a little less susceptible to things or going to the beach or so on, I think you'll be fine. But if you're riding, drive, or riding, uh, flying or, or getting into some other form of, of transportation, a cruise ship, a uh, train, etc., you might find that there's going to be a more of a mandate. And you have to keep in mind that just because a company doesn't mandate something and says they're not going to now doesn't mean that government doesn't pressure them to do so. And that can be through incentives, tax breaks, such as tax breaks, such as bailouts, et cetera. Um, a lot of et cetera's today, I apologize. But you're going to see that. And that's what happens a lot in government and private public type of partnerships as they may be, is the government won't mandate something but they'll certainly um, make a make the bridge to to it a little more uh, appeasable to the companies by offering incentives. Think about you know seatbelt laws. New Hampshire is one of very it might be the only state now that doesn't have an adult seatbelt law. But the federal government dangles money over states like New Hampshire to say, hey, you know what? If you put the seatbelt law into place, we'll give you money for your highways. Drinking age. Every every state has a right to change the drinking age. It's not necessarily a federal thing. But the federal government says if you drop your drinking age to 18, you're gonna you're not gonna get this highway funding. You know, this is a little bit off the travel path, but it can go right back into the travel path in the sense that if a cruise line says, no, we're not going to mandate vaccines to get on because we have a heck of a cleaning policy. We have a better cleaning policy than the best hospitals in the world. And then the government says, well, U.S. travelers are not getting on your cruise ship until you make sure they're vaccinated. Hmm. Okay. Well, we need a vaccine passport to be able to get on this cruise ship, Mr. DeYoung. Well, Okay there we are. So there's going to be a lot of changes. You're going to see that. And it's going to not necessarily be mandated through laws. It'll be more rules and 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 sort of incentives to get you know to get in, incentives to get incentives. Which is unfortunate. It's the way the world works. It's the way our government system works and and I've been in there and I've watched it on a on a very local level work like that. So elsewise in travel I think you know if you're willing to travel, you're willing to go stay in hotels. There's a lot of uh, a lot of great things going on there. Uh, Marriott uh, is really putting some bonuses on their rewards program that I've seen. I haven't looked at Hilton to see what they're doing there, but there's probably some uh, some things going on in that world as well. Delta has done a great job with extending their 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 uh, status program, and Southwest has done a really fine job of of giving points to those uh, are advancing. Excuse me. Uh, 
flight segments for those that are trying to earn status. It's very difficult because not many people are flying, but I think they're doing a good job with it. And like I mentioned with Virgin Voyages, they're having a heck of a promotion. You know, it's a really nice promotion. We booked the trip in December partially because the rates were so low, but also just because of what you get. I mean, you just... You know, and if we don't go, we don't go. We, you know, it's uh, it's a four night cruise, and and I apologize for my dog here. Sorry, this is the first time, and this is on the tenth podcast. My dog comes in and starts uh, making sounds, which is fine. This, and this is Desi, by the way. You can't see her, but you could maybe hear. Her. We'll see if the sound gets taken out later. But again, back to Virgin and cruising. Yeah, there's really no loss because you're going to be able to come right in and get a refund or get that extended credit out there. So there's a lot to be said for it. So I would say, you know, in kind of the wind down today's podcast is don't be afraid to book travel if you had the resources to do so and understood the unemployment rate is high, understood that people don't have the ability to travel for financial reasons and others that they didn't have this issue with before. I understand that. I get that. You know, so I certainly, you know, want you to, you know, feel good about what you're doing and and make a good decision. But it, if you can make it an investment, if you're going to get 125% in future cruise credit because you can't take a cruise because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, that's kind of a nice thing in a sense. So think about those things, but don't be afraid to fly. You know, and again, you make your own mind up. Don't hold me responsible for anything that happens if you do fly. You really, you know, just take, you know, but don't, but don't feel so sheltered about it, you know, get out there, support the hotel, support your local businesses. If nothing else, support your local businesses, get out there and see them and, and just be smart. It's all about being smart, be smart, be safe and stay well. So hopefully, you know, this has been somewhat insightful. You know, we're going to work to really get this cadence going in 2021 with this podcast. And I look forward to continuing to share some thoughts and really want to get some guests on here as well. So if you have any guest ideas, let me know. Send me an email, uh, just cam at camjohntravel.com or you just go to camjohntravel.com and leave a, a comment in the on the contact form say, hey, you know, you should bring this person on. And we're going to work to bring some folks from Curacao on this year. We want to talk about some scuba diving and what's going on down there now that um, all 50 states can travel to Curacao as of this podcast on, on January 24th. And so there's a lot of great things there. So get your diving gear together and get on down there. So we look forward to continuing to work with you. Again, stay way, stay, stay well, stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. And we appreciate you taking part in this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's Know Where You Want to Go Travel Podcast. Subscribe to stay up to date with upcoming episodes. Plus, visit us online at camjohntravel.com. That's C-A-M-J-O-N travel.com. 